0: The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: The Force will be with you. Always.
0: Come along 12 parsecs with us, you scruffy looking Nerf. What is it? Nerf herder? Nerf herder. Thank you. And uh, enjoy uh, t- a light speed trip to Tatooine and Aragon. Arag- 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 <laughs> nope, that's him.
1: That's the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Right, that would be Aragorn Aragorn is the dragon from the book Aragorn Star Trek is back in the movie
0: theaters (laughs) I'm kidding use the
1: force Harry
0: you know that I'm a fan of Star Wars and it's it's back we have been anticipating this movie for 30 years (laughs) it seems and Adrian and I both got a chance to see uh, The Rise of Skywalker I'm telling you this right now Can't do too much of a breakdown of it without giving away stuff. Yeah, we don't want
1: to give away too much.
0: Maybe we'll do like a spoiler edition podcast where we react to the movie with talking about the stuff.
1: Yeah, that would be fun.
0: So after you've seen the movie, come back and hear what we said with the details of what took place in the movie. But we'll get to that coming up. There's other options for you this week at the Megaplex theaters as well. And uh, we're excited for the holiday seasons down there. But, Adrian, uh, w- good job with the the road home this week. We did a lot of good thanks to our wonderful, committed, supportive listeners. Uh, once again, uh, here on the Zone Sports Network, feels really good to be part of that.
1: Yeah, the road home, you know. Yes, it's a competition between radio stations and all that, and it's but it's, it's in a fun way, and it's great to see not just what we were able to accomplish with our listeners, but what everybody did, because that's the point of it. The point is to raise as much money in, in this kind of new-look Road Home. Um, obviously, it's well-known and well-documented, all the changes that they've made, but that doesn't remove from the fact that they still need... Um, everyone's support to get them through the years and you know for children for women for men for everybody who finds themselves in homelessness uh it's a scary proposition and uh, i'm glad that we got to do our part and our listeners always come through in a huge way yeah um and uh do they they just really come through in such a big way and uh it's always a success
0: uh the the children is who gets to me the most being down there and seeing that firsthand These little kids that, Mm -hmm. the kids are so innocent. I mean that in every sense of the word. They they are just happy people, despite what situation they're in. And to see Santa make his visit, and their little faces light up. And then it just breaks my heart to think of the situation they find themselves in. So thank you a hundred thousand times. Thank you for donating uh, and supporting the, the road home. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You know Austin, if you're not into Star Wars, there's also a couple of movies out this week including one with uh, a couple of our favorite actresses as uh, they take on a real life controversy scandal um, that's happened in the in the world on the broadcast side of things so <laughs> a lot of description <laughs> I don't know I don't know how to describe it but we'll get to that and as well and
0: Taylor Swift James Corden. Jennifer Hudson, on and on and on. And Jason Derulo. Right. They have made a a, a movie that psychologists and psychiatrists around the world rejoice. You're about to have a lot more business for people who go and see this
1: thing. And we'll get into it. We'll get into that particular film. Why or why not it need to be made. I will argue that the whole costumes thing isn't really... I mean, anyway, we'll get into it.
0: There's also a couple, uh, an animation that I've got some thoughts on that opens on Christmas Day. Okay. There's a, I don't know why they're making this movie for the 900th time that's opening on Christmas Day. And one of the worst movie actors and movies that he dreams up, he has a movie coming out on Christmas Day and it's getting Oscar talk. Will you buy into it? We'll talk about that and more. But what happened at the box office last
1: year? Uh, Jumanji happened. And? Uh, $59 million. Not bad. Not a bad start for them at all. Uh, Frozen 2, $19 million. Knives Out, which I saw, $9 million. I suggest if you're into like detective whodunits, that's the, that's the movie for you. Is it funny? Yeah, there's a lot of funny parts in it.
0: But it's not necessarily just a comedy.
1: No, 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 no. It's not.
0: In fact, it's not a comedy. No. It just has yeah, funny it's, moments. It's
1: not a comedy. Daniel Craig is funny in it. as just kind of his character. He, uh, um, but there there are a lot of good jokes. Um, one, there's one scene that like was really like stripped from the headlines. That I don't know if it necessarily needed to be in the movie, but it was there, and I was like, I felt like it made everybody in the crowd kind of like, oh, this is uncomfortable. But everyone in the in probably america has been in this argument okay it's it had to do with you know it kind of a current state of affairs kind of in the united states and it was really interesting to me to be sitting in a i'll I'll just say it's been out for long enough it was the family sitting around yelling at each other about um like immigration and what the rules should be and you know there was there the family split on it, and so they're all yelling at each other and uh, from both sides. And it, it was interesting to be in the audience, because it kind of hits you right in the middle of the movie, and you're like, oh... You could kind of tell everyone was like, oh, why is this in here? Uh-huh. But like, everybody has been and everybody has had that conversation with someone they know, whether they agree with it or not. Well, let's have that conversation. Yeah, right should we now. start right here? No, but uh, it was, that part was interesting. Whole question. Didn't really know if it needed to be in the movie, but there's a couple running jokes throughout the film. So it was good. Go see it. I would suggest it. Not something I would give any spoilers to because the point of a movie like that is to not have spoilers. But gotcha. And then uh, Richard Jewell barely made more money than our friends over at black christmas what did it do four million that's
0: that's why that
1: was the best movie out last week bar none people but i think it comes down to what we talk about all the time maybe only pick one movie to see Maybe, and these days, that one no, but like money, you know, money is tight these days for everyone. It's just like, maybe you're going out with your, you have one event with your family all week. You're going to the movies. What are you going to see? Frozen. You're going to probably say, or Jumanji. Yeah. You're going to go see Jumanji and this week it's going to be Star Wars. So these movies like Richard Jewell are going to fall, 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 fall just because God. of, well, you're missing out. Yeah, I agree with you, but I understand. I kind of understand where people miss these things. Well, I, whatever. Whatever. I, that was the best we movie saw them, that came out. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to us.
0: Yeah. No. All right. Uh, thank you very much. There's the box office reports. And like you mentioned, there's more coming out this week that'll probably bury it even further. So. But it's, ter- it's too bad because there's some Oscar uh, acting in that movie. And it's terrific. All right. Let's dial out to the movie's own phone because we do have... One, two, three, four, five, six movies opening this week into the week of Christmas. Because Christmas will happen before we have another movie zone. So we're rolling those in here as well.
1: And of course. You should have told me. I would not have jabbered on for so long (laughs) in that first minute. We, We have to start with Little
0: Women. No, we'll start with, you guessed it, hit it.
2: For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Black Christmas, please press 1. For Frozen 2, please press 2. For Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, please press 3. You've selected Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, starring Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. The surviving resistance faces the First Order once more as Rey, Finn, and Poe Dameron's journey continues. With the power and knowledge of generations behind them, the final battle commences.
1: Well, we can't talk much about it, Boston, so should we get on to the next one? Here's the simple, yeah, (laughs) uh, it's out. It's out, You'll either like
0: it or you won't. Yeah. On to the next five movies opening. No. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, the end of the original stories, the third and final trilogy. So you had A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, The Return of the Jedi. Then in the 90s, you had A Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Then you've had Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and now The Rise of Skywalker, and that's it. Mixed in there, of course, the spin-offs like Rogue One right. and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Now you've got The Mandalorian. You also had The Clone Wars, the animated. So it's on and on and on and on. But this is the nine canoned yeah. movies. And when I look at it from that point of view, I honestly don't know that there's a better nine series movie franchise. That's, I don't even know if there is one. First of all, that qualifies. Is there another nine
1: set fast and the furious no okay
0: pass well,
1: yeah you asked this is better right thank it. you
0: so there is but so look at it from that this is historical that this is ending and i think that if you've seen any of the movies and you liked them even somewhat you owe it to yourself to see this one and end it and close it out i really enjoyed it really thoroughly enjoyed uh, uh buh, 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 The Rise of Skywalker They're all now mixing in my head Since I just listed them all off But I am of the camp that has really enjoyed For the most part All of the Disney-fied Versions of Star Wars Rogue One's in my top ten of movies yeah. Of all time Not just Star Wars uh, And I really liked Solo You hated Solo There's people that I think Have made up their mind That they are not going to like this movie And they won't There's critics who don't like any of these new Star Wars, and they've said they don't like this one. And then there's a Star Wars fan who's going to like it no matter what. I'm interested in what just the average moviegoer thinks of it. And if I look at it from that viewpoint, Adrian, I know I'm rambling, but if I look at it from that viewpoint, I think you'll have a good time in watching this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked it too. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the, the problem with these movies is you... There's so many camps. Yes. And so it's which camp is the loudest. And usually the ones who like are just like the casual, love Star Wars, but don't really care if it follows everything completely and meets every single expectation. Usually those are the ones. And me, too. I'm that way. Yeah. I just I go in and hope somebody cuts somebody in half with a lightsaber. Yep. Like, and those the, the people I think that are like us, they're the ones who don't really speak up. Necessarily. They just go and they go, Oh, I liked it. Maybe yeah. they send out a tweet, hey, really enjoyed it. And they move on with their lives. Yep. It's the ones who like if you're the super Star Wars everything needs to be perfect kind of person, then you may not like it. it. Seems like you're not the person who would maybe like it because it will never, no matter what, there's never gonna be a movie that meets your expectations. The critics, I don't even know what they're looking for. I saw someone who called it. I saw something, oh, a lot of cheesiness. That's what Star Wars is? Are you kidding me? (laughs) It is cheesy. It's been campy from the beginning. From the beginning, even Uh, if you go back to the George Lucas ones. So it's like there's so many camps that they're impossible to please everybody. If you go and maybe you like it, maybe you don't, but you're going to go see it anyway. Yeah. And I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I'm very happy that I didn't look up a cast list because you know me that's kind of my my thing i don't watch many trailers anymore i don't for big movies i try not to look up cast lists because i got a lot of things out of it that i didn't think i would uh and so yeah yeah, i I say go if you're gonna if you're gonna go in to critique it and look for what's wrong like you did with the last one and the last one and the last one and the last one and the last one you're gonna come out feeling that way yeah so if
0: if you're looking for the movie that you would have done you'll be disappointed because you didn't do this right jj abrams and and Colin Trevorrow or whatever his name, is, and they yeah. did this. Yeah. Uh, the The thing about let, t- let's talk for a moment before we move on about the questions that have been presented in Force Awakens and the Last Jedi that are now supposed to be answered in the Rise of Skywalker. Uh-huh. Uh Because I fall in the camp of I like Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars fan, but I it's not a religion. Right. Uh, of passion that a religious like passion that i have for like some of our listeners probably do i don't know if it covered every little thing right but the big questions that have been presented in the first two of this final trilogy i think were answered and my emotions were completely messed with from the start of the movie to the end of the movie my emotions were a roller coaster with each and every one of those topics and characters and i don't
1: know that i could have or anyone could have done it any better and i was really pleased with that yeah i thought it was great in fact i even came out loving it and th- wishing it would have ended a little different to be honest really yeah but just one little part and whatever well
0: keep that in mind for our
1: spoiler podcast yeah i'm interested to hear what but you really uh, it was changed. cool i i mean I, it was fun i didn't even realize it had been two and a half hours it was just like it's a good movie yeah go have fun
0: Alright, so uh when you see it, let us know what you thought. Yeah. I'd be interested. At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. That brings us to our poll question of the week. We'll get to in segment number two. What are your favorite non human characters from the movies? <laughs> at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer, your favorite non human characters. All right. There are five more movies that okay, we gotta talk about opening this week.
2: movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Charlie's Angels, please press 1. For Dark Waters, please press 2. For Bombshell, please press 3. You've selected Bombshell starring Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot
1: Roby. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. A revealing look inside the most powerful and controversial media empire
2: of all time, and the explosive story of the women who brought down the infamous man who created it
0: bombshell this one worries me why is it worrying me? not the topic not the subject matter I'm fascinated by that I'm interested to see this particular view on the happenings of that ridiculous story and I mean that in every sense of the word it scares me because the trailer looks so good yeah that the movie might not come through as great as the trailer And the trailer, there was very little talking. There was terrific tension that was shown. Uh, And the movie itself, I hope... I hope it moves. I guess what I'm saying. And it's always tough when it's a real-life subject like this to then look at it from a movie fan standpoint and go, well... uh, Because these are real lives that were... and are affected by this topic and story. But as a movie is concerned i hope it moves along i hope it doesn't just tell me everything i already
1: know yeah i so as i say last segment i don't watch a lot of trailers this one i happen to see the you and I, I think watched the first one that dropped
0: the teaser I the guess teaser was,
1: looked yeah. so much different than i went to when i went to knives out they had an extended one before it the teaser looks so much different than the extended trailer. really so i'm with you i'm a little bit like because the teaser i was like oh dang like, this is this... going to be good. I mm-hmm. love the cast. I love everything. It looks like it's going to be a dark, edgy, let's really get to the bottom of this. Backstabbing. Backstabbing. Yeah. That. The extended one didn't really look like that. So, I, I'm giving it a go because I really want, the, like you say, the subject matter, everything looks really interesting. John Lithgow looks like he went through quite a transformation to become Roger Ailes. And uh, it just looks good. Charlie Theron looks like Megyn Kelly. Yeah. Yeah you couldn't tell them apart were so, in the room together. yeah so uh it looks it looks interesting it's not getting that great of reviews but we'll see to me it's a go just because i want to see it and i'd watch margot Roby
0: draw dot to dots on a paper okay. for an hour and a half she's that good of an actress so
1: yeah they've got, i mean it's a great cast no doubt about that. So, uh, so give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. All right, back out to the movie's own phone.
0: Four more opening this week.
2: For bombshell, please press one. For a beautiful day in the neighborhood, please press two. For cats, please press three. You've selected cats, starring Jennifer Hudson, Judy Dench, and James Corden. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. A tribe of cats must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy side layer and
0: come back to a new life. All right. Cats is, as a fan of musical theater, it is incredible music that I, every time I... Memory. Every time I listen to it or watch it, I think the same thing I thought of when I watched across the universe. Oh, no. They take a lot of great music and then go, oh, how do we turn this into a show that connects to itself in a story that actually makes sense and moves, and they try to do that, and it doesn't, and it's terrible. That's Cats every time I've seen it. Then you put in this CGI stuff, and it's nightmarish. It reminds me of Pinocchio, when the boys, the lost boys or whatever, get sent down to the island where they turn into donkeys. It's nightmare fuel is what this thing is. I will not be seeing Cats. Based on, based on first, I don't care for Cats. The music's fine. I don't care for the story. Secondly, this just looks horrifically done. I'm not seeing Cats. Adrian, I feel like you'll have a different take.
1: No, I, honestly, Cats is like, uh, you and I are both lovers of the musical theater okay cats is at the bottom for me <laughs> i've never really never really gotten the appeal of it i've seen it not like a professional done version but like i've seen you I've, don't have to i've it's... seen one up at the U. like I've, yeah. I've i've seen it i've listened to it not not my favorite of musicals so that for me would probably be the reason i don't go the whole like cgi nightmare fuel thing that's such a like a that's, like, a such a 2019 Twitter thing, like, to be horror, like, going, like, oh, my gosh, look! But the original costumes are just as freaky, I think. Oh, like on the stage? On the stage. Mm. So, I'm not really, to me, that didn't really stand out to me, because I was like, did anyone, like, they still were in tight, tight bodysuits with tails and weird faces on stage. <laughs> so, maybe as more people being introduced to what the thing looks like. It's closer
0: to you than it is on stage. Right though. on stage, they're far away.
1: I, sure, I, so I'm with they're you. Trying on that. to look like cats from I, far away. I'm with you on that, but it just like to me, it's like it kind of wasn't like Sonic when they put human teeth in Sonic the Hedgehog. It up. looks
0: just like that. What are you talking about? No,
1: but that was so freaky. Oh, because yeah. it didn't really match the already made character. Yeah, okay, in my oh, opinion. Right, right, so right. for me, it's not really a go because I don't really like the movie Cats. I I could see this doing surprisingly well just because maybe it makes a lot of money because people go see it to laugh about it. Hmm. I don't know. If you're into the musicals, that's your thing. I know you're a huge James Corden fan. I'm sorry. I like James Corden. Especially Into the Woods. That is your number one
0: if he did not do into the woods i'd never miss one of his
1: shows ever <laughs> but because he's attached to that tripe right i'm not I'm not that big of a fan but hey so. good cast jennifer hudson obviously was won an oscar for her work you got judy dench Jessica elba taylor swift love or hate her hater she's a great singer jason derulo so like you know maybe it's good maybe it's not for me it's a I'm, bad story. Yeah, I'm not really a Cats fan. There's nothing that grabs you right. in that I'm story. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. And so if you're a big musical, I feel like Cats is if you love the movie itself or you love the stage play, this is probably something you'll go to. Yeah, Just because you Cats love fan. Yeah. yeah. And it will be the talk of the water cooler.
0: Did you see Cats? Right. Because of how bad it looks. So, there you go. But it won't be uh, viewed by my eyeballs, I can tell you that. All right. uh, Three more opening this week at Megaplex Theaters.
2: For Ford versus Ferrari, please press one. For cats, please press two. For little women, please press three. You selected Little Women starring Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson, and Timothy Chalamet. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Following the lives of four sisters, Amy, Joe, Beth, and Meg, as they come of age in America in the aftermath of the Civil War. Though all very different from each other, the March sisters stand by each other through difficult and changing times.
0: Okay, Little Women. This movie has been done 70,000 times. (laughs) I was going to say. On different levels, modern day uh, and regular original uh, story following. It's just done over and over and over and over again, and I don't know why. I don't know why we need another Little Women or another Pride and Prejudice or another... uh, What's the other uh, Jane Austen book that is always done? Pride and Prejudice? Did you already say that yeah, one? I said that one. Oh. That's the other, that's a boy and a girl name, not Romeo and Juliet, obviously. What is it? Uh, Sense and Sensibility. Ah, yes. So not a boy and a girl name, but hey, I almost got there. Hey, if you want to name your kids Sense and Sensibility, <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> I don't know why we need a, another rendition of these movies, but the critics are in love with this version of Little Women. And I'm a big fan of Scherzer Ronan, I do enjoy Emma Watson's acting sometimes. Didn't really care for Harry Potter movies, but I've liked her in the other things I've seen her do. And How dare you. I don't care for Meryl Streep. But the critics love all three of them. The critics love this story. It's a beautiful story, it's classic literature. I will eventually be seeing this. But I'm not
1: running out to see it now. Yeah, this is a critic's dream because Greta Gerwig, you know, she wrote and directed Lady Bird, and she's with Saoirse Ronan. With mm-hmm. Sir Ronan, and that was such a fabulous movie. So she knows how to make movies. Timothy Chalamet is incredible, uh, and you know, like you mentioned, some of the Laura Dern, Emma Watson, you know. So there's there's people in it that are good at really good at acting with a good writer, good director. It's bound to be a good film. So, like you say, it's been done, but. Hey, why not?
0: <laughs> why not get some money while you can? Yeah. Who wrote that? Uh, allcroft Who wrote Little Women? Uh, yeah, Louisa May Alcott. Alcott. Yeah. Thank you. Wonder if her estate is still getting royalties. I'm this. sure.
1: Well, I, that was like in the early 1800s, wasn't it? When this Yeah, book but was you yeah you keep you keep bringing it. And you know what's funny? I I always laugh at. I mean, I guess I you know art is art, but I always find it interesting when. Like Little Women, has been done a thousand times, but why wouldn't you release those rights a little bit and just let people make you money? Yeah, I don't know. Some people like it's like, no, you can't use my material. It's like, no, just
0: well, yeah, but that's that's true because we're not going to see anything in this we don't know. Right, we know what happens. Right, but like we say, know what happens to. Well, I guess we'll save it. But for like those you that say, the Alcott
1: know family is still making money off of this why wouldn't you so many authors like no we can't yeah no for me I guess maybe it comes from my perspective I would want to make some money All right, two more movies at Megaplex Theaters this week we're still going
2: for Little Woman please press one for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker please press two for Spies in Disguise please press three You've selected Spies in Disguise, starring Will Smith and Tom Holland. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Super spy Lance Sterling and scientist Walter Beckett are almost exact opposites. Lance is smooth and suave, Walter is not. But what Walter lacks in social skills, he makes up for in smarts and invention, creating the awesome gadgets Lance uses on his epic missions. But when events take an unexpected turn, Walter and Lance suddenly have to rely on each other in a whole new way. And if this odd couple can't learn to work together as a team, the whole world is in peril.
0: Will Smith, Tom Holland, this looks like garbage. Pass. Absolute. Terribly. Terribly. Is what it it will be. Terribly? It will be be terribly. No, it will be terrible. Uh, Spies in Disguise. This is a... This is above cats on my (laughs) list of things to see, but it is not on a list that I'm going to be seeing anytime soon. I'm sure when it's on demand... My wife will turn it on for our daughter, and I'll watch it at some point,
1: but it looks really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, Blue Sky Studios, I don't, like, I can't think of too many moves that they've, I guess they did, like, Ice Age and stuff. Which was good the first time. Yeah. But after that, it was not good. And, I I don't know. I guess it's Fox animation. I guess you could call it. Is what they're. So this is, but this is their new. But it's it's Fox's. It's branch. making money for Disney. It's like. But Hor- Disney did not animate it. Yeah, it's like robot. Remember that robots movie with um, yeah Robin, Robin Williams. Williams and, I like that movie. Yeah, and Rio and Horton Here's a Who. Like these are all the just, didn't like that movie. They're just kind of the. They are the secondary. They're behind DreamWorks, I would say. They're last place. Yeah, in like the animation world, and so I, I saw like a 10-second thing on it was like a commercial, and then it had Will Smith standing there for some reason. Like it was a combined ad, and I was like, boy, that looks terrible. Yep, it does. So, but they take turn your kids. into birds. Ah, whatever. Take your kids. Whatever.
0: All right, final movie opening this week at Megaplex theaters and elsewhere uh, to be streamed, and I'm a little surprised.
2: 1. For Jumanji, the next level, please press 2. For Uncut Gems, please press 3. You've selected Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. A charismatic jeweler makes a high-stakes bet that could lead to the windfall of a lifetime. In a precarious high-wire act, he must balance business, family, and adversaries on all sides in pursuit of the ultimate win.
0: Adam Sandler getting Oscar Buzz for his performance in Uncut Gems. Whenever we do a worst actor poll question, he always pops up as an answer. Whenever we do worst movie you've ever seen, he his movies always find a way into our poll question responses. But it does not... It, it sometimes All that sometimes blocks the idea that he is actually uber talented. Mm-hmm. And then you see him in a dramatic role... And you think, wow, I didn't know he could do that because I saw Spinglish and he couldn't do it then. So why is he able to do it now? But by all
1: reports and all accounts, he's incredible in this movie. It's something you and I talk about all the time is just because an actor's known for one thing doesn't mean that we as the movie viewer should just write them off in another thing. Now, like you say, there has been experience with him in this kind of stuff. But... Maybe he nailed it this time. Sometimes all it takes for an actor to get one. How many actors and actresses do we know that have had one great movie, and then we kind of forget they exist?
0: Yeah, because I mean, I was in Go Figure for it, the Disney Channel. It was bullcrap that they it cut was you. Terrific, yeah. And, and they they cut my line out of. it. I was still in the movie. But they cut my line. So his
1: his <laughs> thing in this movie for the public is to huh. like, how do you get over? make me laugh funny right how how do you get over the fact that there's already a persona placed upon you when you go into watch a movie now that now you know who that doesn't affect potentially is like the academy and all these award shows they can give out an award for all they want for whoever they want if they just deem it as worthy of that performance yeah so come april we might be like adam sandler won an oscar maybe and everyone's going to be like, happy Gilmore won an Oscar. And it will be like, well, maybe he did really well in this film. And the Academy saw it as the best film out there.
0: But Adrian, this could be the greatest single performance in movie cinema history. And he should not be eligible to win because he made The Cobbler.
1: <laughs> oh, I Have can't you argue. seen The Cobbler? Yes, I can't argue. Uh, it's, it's, you're, you're out.
0: Sorry. I can't argue with you uh there's the movie zone code uh bombshell yeah but we're a little nervous about it cats nah star wars we liked it interested to see what you thought little woman little women rather uh again for the 19th hundred time uh yeah it looks good i'll catch it at some point spies in disguise nope and uncut uncut gems i'm excited to see it but i'll
1: probably stream that one probably won't catch it in the theater yeah that's that's gonna be one you're gonna want to see when if you see him nominated you'll be like okay i'm gonna check that out
0: coming up next we'll get to your part of the movie zone you do poll question responses name your favorite non-human movie character and why they're your favorite at austin horton at ap lizer this is the movie zone on to the movie zone with austin horton and adrian Lizer on 97 1280 the zone and the zone sports network welcome back to soundtrack of the week here on the movie zone star wars what else john williams lending his brilliance to the final uh movie in this trail in this franchise the rise of skywalker yeah remember he talked about how he wanted to write
1: for ray yes and, and specifically did. Daisy Ridley's Ray. And he did. Even so. though she's the only one. But yeah, uh, yeah it's good stuff. I was, uh, my friend uh, Chris came with us yeah. to that movie. And he, uh, him and I, we were in music growing up. And uh, we just, I, how I don't understand the mind of an artist at all. But just thinking about John Williams. Like writing every single part for every single one of those. Like how do you. The trumpets, how the do flutes, the
0: percussion. The, and then uh, yeah. he, was
1: like, he was like, man, it's hard to find players who could hit all these notes and i was like well he probably went to like every first chair in every harmonic in the world and said hey you want to be in this you might be sixth chair yeah
0: but hey but you're hey, in the you're John, john be, Williams yeah
1: Orchestra. yeah you're in the john we're gonna Williams win an not? yeah exactly <laughs> so anyway yeah
0: all right Uh so there you go soundtrack of the week star wars go see it listen to what you thought we really enjoyed it uh poll question response time. What are your favorite non-human characters in movie history and why? At Austin Horton at AP Lizer, let's go uh, roll on through these, Adrian. Okay. Uh Phil Snyder says Chucky. Why? That's a terrible answer, Phil. That's <laughs> it's scary. It's actually an iconic answer.
1: Yeah. I love in Ch- I love Chucky when he's in um Ready Player One. Ready Player One. I mean, of course it was the obligatory F word in a PG-13 movie, but uh, it was still a funny part. Uh, Lundy, our
0: guy Alex Lindberg says, there's only one correct answer to this question. Samwise.
1: Samwise, that there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo. Samwise Gamgee. Of course, not a human. A hobbit. So he did <sighs> He did answer your question correctly. All right, correctly. fine. Uh, Eric Olson says, rocket rocks of course rocket raccoon oh okay with, uh, with from the, guardians yep from guardians bradley cooper is that bradley cooper's yeah. best role best role i mean he won oscars for other things i know but was that but his yes. best role? <laughs> that and wedding crashers because that's how we ah, do it in is. what does he say in maryland that's Crap how we do cakes and crab cakes and football. Football. Uh, football yeah
0: uh eric jensen our other guy here at the zone says there was no more ruthless villain in the clone wars than this man this guy vader was somewhat human the general pure evil and of course it's
1: general grievous grievous yes yes the eight armed jedi hunter droid villain yeah yeah uh nate christopherson comes in with cinema's purest character paddington Bear. Nate is a big fan of Paddington Bear. Huge fan of Paddington Bear. He
0: answers every it's almost like our friend Sterling. Every poll question is answered by him with the Dark Knight, <laughs> and every poll question is answered by Nate Kristofferson with Paddington. Yes. Hector sends in Johnny Five because he's from the best robot movie. To which Hans Olsen replied, best robot movie, RoboCop, and the Terminator were like a word with you and your little laser shooting friend. To which JP responds, would RoboCop be a robot since he was originally a human? And then our poll oh, question gosh. went down the Hans and Scotty rabbit hole. But we appreciate it. Yes, that's true. They have uh, a bigger
1: uh, uh, following uh, than us. Mike than ours. Yeah. Uh, Jesse James says the AllSpark what is that? has his vote. Now, that's the thing in uh, Transformers that ah. brings the machines to life that's right so yeah. uh Ute marine says r2d2
0: beep mm. boop, beep, beep, boop. Uh, roger abu from aladdin love that answer jaron sends in a gif of wally i love wally
1: my wife's favorite movie most underrated pixar movie that everyone hates uh caleb says uh wilson The volleyball. That's that's such a good answer.
0: Terrific response, Caleb. Well done. Two and a half uh, Brothers Podcast says, Jar Jar Binks because he single-handedly ruined an entire trilogy. So, sounds like someone just doesn't like Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think he ruined it. I I can look past Jar Jar Binks. Uh, Lance says, The Genie because it's Robin Williams. Good answer. And, uh, of course... Uh, we've got The Machines and Batteries Not Included from Robert. I don't know what that is. So maybe I haven't I seen have that it. movie, but... Travis says, A Liger is pretty much my favorite animal. Is that from a movie, though? Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, is it? Yeah, he oh. draw, he's drawing the liger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then this from ye sends in Detective Pikachu because Ryan Reynolds. Oh.
1: Ryan Reynolds was really good in that movie. He was. You know who It's kind of a meh movie, but like it was he was hilarious. You know who didn't show up on this
0: list? Chris Pratt's little Lego guy. Thought he was really good. That's Groot's the only answer, so But Groot would be your Yes answer. And my answer, of course, would be Any guesses? Um Dunstan. Dunstan from Dunstan Checks In. I love that little chimpanzee. All right, coming up next, we'll wrap up this Christmas edition of the Movie Zone right here on the Zone Sports Network. And now... Back to the movies with the movie zone on 975-1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Welcome back, final segment of the Movie Zone this week. Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer with you. We are short on time, so let's get some quick news
1: and rumors and then wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh mine real quick, Austin, uh Quentin Tarantino. A uh, strange fellow but makes great movies um i think once upon a time in hollywood may win the oscar this year for okay. best film so good so interesting how they uh he diverged from history in such a fun way but um we talked a good little bit ago about how he's going to be doing a r-rated star trek movie yes apparently he s- said quote i think i'm steering away from star trek <laughs> But I haven't had an official conversation yet. Oh. That makes me sad, because I was actually really for, looking forward to see seeing his take on, like, a Star Trek movie. But And I wasn't, so that's where we diverge.
0: I don't need to see Tarantino. Tarantino is brilliant, and he's got his area, and it's not Star Trek. That's family stuff. Stay away from family stuff. Stay away from we family. We don't need to see an R-rated version of Rugrats, Okay. We don't need to see an R-rated version of Barney the Dinosaur. You stick to your lane, Tarantino. All right, You're not uh, looking for Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig uh, destroying... And the Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, what about a um, Frosty the Snowman? You could use a reboot of that. <laughs> What's, this the is count my, up, what's the count up to this is my broomstick <laughs> instead of boomstick what, yeah. what's the uh, what's the count up to these days oh three times a day minimum minimum three yep. and since that's that's minimum 21 times since we last spoke about it dude it's i have it memorized i guess it all started with
0: the snow that's how it starts with Jimmy Duranty. Anyway, we got to go. <laughs> quick, quick news uh, out of Salt Lake City, out of Utah. Megaplex Theaters took home five of the top ten location rankings for numbers of people that saw Frozen 2 on Thanksgiving Day. The District came in second in the nation. Legacy Crossing and Centerville came in fourth. Thanksgiving Point came in sixth. Jordan Common seventh. And Geneva Road, there in uh, Vineyard, Orem came in at 10th nationally Vineyard. in numbers of people that saw Frozen 2 on Thanksgiving Day. Congratulations. You continue to show Disney that they have a home here with Megaplex Theaters.
1: And frankly can we talk selfishness here? Can you and I be selfish for a second? Sure. Luckily for us people do that because then honestly you and I get treated to some pretty cool things.
0: Yes. we We are blessed by your Willingness to spend your monies on Disney.
1: Austin and I wouldn't have been in the Millennium Falcon. The uh, yeah, <laughs> if it wasn't, and that's or, just dumb, or the yeah. I'm not saying everybody who goes to those movies listens to our show, because I know for a fact only like seven of you do. <laughs> but the fact that people do do that in Utah means we get to reap the g- benefits. Gives us cool things. So, yeah. like, I got to see those cars the other day, the Ford versus Ferrari cars. Yeah, uh-huh. so, yeah. Not should everyone. Should I even brought that up? Nah, it's fine. It's fine.
0: I mean, the guy did wreck it with the forklift in Atlanta, so we didn't get to see the whole thing. Okay, yeah. But we saw part of it, which was more than all but four other cities in America saw. It, any
1: moment now, we're gonna have Kristen Bell on the show. After Jim or Lawrence. Adina Mazzel, yeah, or both. Let's have both. Josh Gad, Kristen, you are always welcome on the show. Josh. <laughs> big fan of you in the book of mormon as well as all your movies <laughs> God, get on is. the show we would love to have you Who else? He's your favorite book of mormon character josh gad no he was he's i never got to see him but i got to watch go back and watch his i meant movie. from the actual book It's. i was making a joke there i could well <laughs> i don't know if i could name a character other that's than why josh i was gad. making the joke so you're right you're right yes josh yeah. cat is his, my favorite his
0: character elder price or whatever his name is yeah yeah all right we are way
1: over time we happy are so christmas over time happy, happy, happy christmas to you happy holidays to the listeners merry holidays happy holidays all those things hanukkah has begun yes saturday's
0: the first day of hanukkah
1: the Enjoy decade it. will end in
0: 10 days and we will see you in the next decade what were
1: you doing in 2010
0: we're out of time, but real I was quick. in year one and a half of radio, wondering if I well, you're had ba- made. Oh, a you big were back from your mistake. mission, and you were oh, wondering
1: yeah. what I was doing with my
0: life. Came back in two thousand four, oh. and I but I was just as lost then as I had been in oh four, and here I be today in a room with you. I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> All right, that's it for the movie zone, well. maybe for always. <laughs> we'll, we'll hope to see you again next week. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. Happy Christmas, See you in 2020.